Keep it locked right here. You're in the field with Trackstar Sports. What's going on? This is Sean David Grant, CEO of Trackstars, and you are in the field with Trackstar Sports. Yeah. What's happening? Jay Kills is the name. Catch me here. Start talk each and every Saturday. That's how we do it. We discuss everything about your America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, on Star Talk right here. Trackstar Sports on Anchor. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's Ryan Cameron out of the pen baseball. I'm joined by Andrew Keister today, and we have a very special guest for everyone. Uh, this man was selected in the draft this year by the Atlanta Braves out of Alabama State, none other than Ray Hernandez. Ray, how are you doing today, my man? I'm doing really well. How you guys doing? We're doing great, man. So first thing I, I want to ask is how does it feel to be drafted? <sighs> um, it's amazing. It was an absolutely amazing feeling. Um, probably, probably the most stressful thing I've been a part of in my whole entire life, for sure. Um, but it was, it was great. You know, you work so hard to get to one, you know, like for one day. And God willing, that day came, and it worked out good for me, man. So leading up to the draft, how many teams would you say were looking at you, and did you have a pretty good idea that you were going to go to the Atlanta Braves, or was it kind of a, a surprise whenever they drafted you? Um, it wasn't an it wasn't a surprise. Um, looking back on it, it wasn't the team that I expected. I, I had quite a few teams, and to be completely honest, if I was to name all the teams, it would be here kind of a long time. But the team that spoke to me the most was the Astros, and they were talking to me since my sophomore year, and they kept telling me how – Oh, junior year, we're going to get you, we're going to get you, we're going to get you. And, you know, I had that, that rough junior year. But this year they told me the same thing, we're going to get you, we're going to get you. Um, we just need you to cut down on your strikeouts a little bit and just be you, and we're for sure going to get you. And that's what I did. I cut down, had a great year. And then on draft day, the during the SWAG tournament is when the Braves saw me the most. And, um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I did I did really well in the SWAG tournament. So I had a, I had an indication kind of like, from how the Braves spoke to me, that they, they basically told me straight out, like, we're going to get you in this draft. You know, we're going to get you. I can't tell you one. I can't promise you yet. We can tell you during the draft, and we have more of a, an idea. But we're going to get you. And I said, okay, well, Astros and Braves. And there was a few other teams, um, the Cardinals, Blue Jays. There's a lot of other teams that spoke to me, but they didn't seem, you know, as, as uh, they were obviously interested, but they didn't go out outright and say, listen, we're going to get you, like the Astros mm-hmm. and, the, and that Braves did. So, awesome. at your junior year, uh, you said you you were playing it pretty. You played pretty roughly. Uh, how did you break out of that? And then just your senior year was amazing, and then it led to the Braves selecting you. Well, my sophomore year, if, uh, if you're still looking at it, um, I had 16 home runs. I broke the school record for home runs, RBIs, um, slugging percentage, a lot of things like that. And that's the year that we went undefeated in the SWAC. We won every single SWAC game, which has never happened in history. And that was a, and that was something that I'll never forget that year, uh, my sophomore year. That was we were the best team in the history of the SWAC. You know what I mean? Like that's the best SWAC team ever. And it was pretty tough to 
we lost so many seniors that junior year. So I had a lot of the uh, I had a lot of weight on my shoulders, but it was the, it was my draft year, and I made the mistake of that. Well, th- this isn't the mistake, but this summer, that summer going into my junior year, I went to the Valley Summer League, uh, all played the All Star game, MVP of the All Star game. So I had a lot of stuff, you know, going for me in the draft, and then our coach Melendez left. Um, Vasquez took over. So I had a lot of things changing, and I didn't realize how much that could actually affect me. But that's exactly what happened. You know, my junior year, everybody knew me. You know, it doesn't matter who we played. They knew who I was, and, and they pitched me accordingly. They really pitched around me. I didn't have the same, let's say, just, you know, fastball, let's go hit it out type of approach. I had to I had to learn, and the mistake I made was I just didn't make any adjustments. I swung at every single pitch that I saw. Um, I didn't take my walks, struck out, I don't know how many times. And it was obviously it was the worst season of my life, but everything happened for a reason, you know. And and it would have been great to get to have been drafted that that year, but I would have gotten into professional baseball, not ever really going into a big slump. And I think that would have been something that would have hurt me when I get to professional baseball because I'm gonna get in a slump at some point. That's how baseball works. Yep. Um, but I would have got in without you know not knowing how to really navigate that. So going into my senior year that summer, um, I, I, I still wanted to sign. The Diamondbacks offered me a free agent offer. Um, it wasn't really something that I really wanted because I didn't have my degree yet. It wasn't a lot of money. It wasn't enough money for me to feel secure that if I get released or if I was to get hurt or something like that, and I had to go back and pay for school. It wasn't enough money for pay, you know, to pay for school, honestly. So yeah. I said, listen, you know, I'll go back to school and I'll actually I'll do what I can. You know, I'll I'll, I'll get drafted. So that summer. Um, it was kind of rough because I was playing at the same time, negotiating with the Diamondbacks, and, and then eventually the negotiations fell out. And I went back to school, and I wasn't the same guy when I when I got back. I was uh, pretty pretty worried, you know, that dang man, I might get in this slump again. I might, you know, continue the slump instead of breaking out of it. But it it made me focus more on school too. Yeah. You know, I got my senior year came. I was like, listen, if I don't get drafted, I need to get my degree. So it helped me work hard in school, and having that kind of that work ethic, you know studying hard and really taking my studies seriously actually helped me in baseball because it made me just think about things a little more. Um, I, I understood. I went from thinking only about the draft my junior year to my senior year thinking about my future and also thinking about my present in the sense of, okay, this is my last year in college. I don't know if I'm ever going to play baseball again after this, so let me make the most of it and let me really enjoy it. So instead of me oh. just thinking about the draft, I was thinking about let me enjoy this year. Exactly. It's funny uh, how baseball is a game that is is always willing to humble someone, right? Uh, I think we all play baseball, and it's just one of those games, like you said, where you're always going to have slumps. It's always going to find a way to humble you. The best of the best go through it. So, you know, that's a really neat story. So I kind of want to talk to you about what led you to Alabama State out of high school because uh, you went to high school in Orlando. Uh, from my understanding, you're also a pretty good soccer player in uh, in <laughs> high school. So what kind of led you to Alabama State? Because, I mean, scouts were after you uh, from your sophomore year pretty much on. So what led you to Alabama State? Well, it's it's actually not a funny story. It could be a long story. But Alabama State was my first choice. Coming out of Orlando, I wanted to go to UCF. That's the really big university here in Orlando. So um, in, in high school, I played soccer in high school, but I didn't play too much for my actual high school. I only played my freshman year um, mm-hmm. because they had it kind of where I, like, I had to play baseball. I had to be there the whole time. So I played more 
um, like travel soccer. And then um, I played baseball a lot. How it worked was I ended up committing to UCF my sophomore year of high school for baseball and soccer. Um, they, I was committed to them all the way through high school until about my senior year. In my senior year, um, they just had a lot of incoming freshmen. Um, I was one of the freshmen that they just said, listen, we're not going to have room for you. You can come as a walk-on if you'd like, but we can't give you the scholarship that we promised you initially. And it was a really, that was a really rough time too. Um, mm. But everything happens for a reason. I had to commit to a junior college. Cause it was so, it was in the summer. It was like, you know, school starts in August. That was around June. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. I, had, yeah, I was like, I had like two months to pick my, you know, and at that time, there's no D1 schools. They already have who they have. You know, they already have who they want. The scholarship money's already been allocated to the to the guys that had that coming in. So, you know, other D1 schools offered me, but it wasn't a full ride. And it wasn't what I had at UCF that, I, you know, something that I could, because my parents couldn't pay for me to go to school. They literally couldn't just pay, you know, thousands of dollars for me to go study. They couldn't do that. So, at the time, I wasn't um, good enough for the draft or anything like that. I was, you know, still learning and still growing, honestly. I had puberty really late. And I just played a tournament. I ended up committing to Indian River State College. So I went there on a visit. I really enjoyed it. Committed there, and I had it in my head that I was going to go to junior college. If I, you know, do good, I get drafted from there. If not, I'll go to a big division one school, maybe UCF, maybe another school in Florida, and then, you know, we'll continue from there. Luckily, um, Alabama State, Coach Melendez came, and they said, listen, what do you want? And I said, well, if I want to go to, you know, if you want me to come to your school, division one school, I need, I just need a, you know, a good scholarship for a ride. And they offered it for me, thankfully. Um, and that's how I got, I had no idea, funny story, I had no idea that it was an HBCU. I had no huh. idea Alabama State was, well, I didn't even know where it was at. I just knew that, I knew people at the, that were going there. Um, I knew friends that, you know, were there currently, guys that were coming in. So I said, you know what, if they're going, then it's, it must be a good school. So I went. When I got to Alabama, Montgomery, Alabama, it was almost like a culture shock. Mm-hmm. I got yeah. there. It's Montgomery, Alabama, and Orlando, Florida are so different. <laughs> yeah, you know, and yeah. <laughs> on, on so many levels. On so many levels. So, but I'm really happy that I went. I'm really, I'm, I really enjoyed my time there. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, and uh, I actually lived in uh, Geneva, Alabama, so I, I know what you're saying. And, and you know, uh, coming. From, going to the SWAC, which, as you mentioned, HBCU is a historically uh, black university as the whole conference. You know, uh, how much did you learn there? Ooh, I learned um, – you, you, you learn a lot, you know, just playing baseball mm-hmm. every single day. And in high school – and that's how it is here, professional baseball, too. In high school, you, you don't play every day. You know, you don't practice every day. You don't hit every day and throw every day. When I got to Alabama State, that's really what helped me grow as a player, was just just the simple things like playing every single day and getting your body used to it, throwing every day, hitting every day. That That's that's really where I blossomed as a player. But I learned a lot of things, and that's where the coaching staff was, where it really comes to comes to play. You know, Coach Drew Clark was my hitting instructor. Coach Vasquez, Coach Crane, all these coaches were, were really instrumental in me and just, just being a better player. And basically – I learned just playing in the swag is, is, is a lot different than playing in a lot of different conferences. You know, they bond a lot. It's just a different type of baseball. It's not too many, you know, home runs flying out of the park. It's a lot of small ball, a lot of base stealing, a lot of bunts. And that's actually helped me. I'm a third baseman. I got there as a third baseman. So 
I really had to be ready for the bunt at all times. And, and that's something that we practiced a lot. So I get here to rookie ball and we're doing bunt defense and they're teaching us bunt defense. And I have a pretty, you know, good indication of how the things are going. And that just gives me a little, you know, advantage, you know, just already knowing what, what to expect. And that, those are the little things that I learned. Um, but other than that, you know, once, once you get to college, you have a pretty good idea of like what exactly, what baseball is, you know, it's just you learn little tips here and there, you know, how to manage during, you know, certain situations. And that's really what I got out of Alabama State the most. So going back to you being from Orlando, did you have a favorite team growing up? Like, I know the Marlins were a couple of years before you were born, and the Rays were a couple of years after you were born. So did you have a favorite team uh, growing up, and who were they? Well, um, my favorite sports team – um, is Liverpool Football Club, football team in England. Um, mm-hmm. I love the Orlando Magic, even though they're god-awful. That's my <laughs> team, and they'll be my team forever. I, I um, hear you. I live, I live and die with the Magic. But growing up, I watched, um, I watched a lot of the Tim Bay Rays. Um, my dad loved the Yankees, so I watched, you know, some Yankee games, some Red Sox games. And, and growing up, you know, the Red Sox were amazing around that time. 2004, 2007, they were, you know, probably the best yeah. team around there. And the Phillies, the Phillies too. Those are teams that were the best. I just, you know, I watched a lot of everything, but I really rooted for the Rays. And around that time, they were the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. But that was a team yeah. that I watched growing up. And just the older I got, the more I understood baseball in general. I kind of just grew out of rooting for one team. And, and yeah. if you ask athletes, it's always the same thing. Like, they don't really root for a team. They root more for, like, players. And that's the type of, yeah. you know, guy I am. Yeah. Okay, so who was your favorite player growing up, baseball player? Ooh, um, I had a lot. I had a lot. Because you root for players, and, and a lot of times they become like heroes and idols, and you, and you want them, you want to be just like them. Oh, so you know, I, I know all about that. Oh, yeah. And, like, like for example, the Braves got me, and I watched on, on TBS, Chipper yep. Jones, Andrew Jones, Javi Lopez. These are players that I've always watched. Um I never really wanted to be like, I don't want to be the next Chipper Jones. I never wanted to be like that. I always wanted to be, you know, myself. Yeah, but yeah for sure. If I have a career like, it's all right. If I have a career like Chipper Jones, then that'd be amazing. But yeah, it was just, you know, I have a, right now I have players like, players that I, my favorite players are players that I could be like, you know, Nolan, yeah. Nolan Arenado. Or if they move me to the right, you know, right field, like a guy like Danny Martinez or Nelson Cruz. You know, guys like that who are just consistent players, and they might go through their slumps or whatever, but you know what you're going to get. You know, Nelson Cruz has been in the league, I don't know how many years, but he's going to get you 100 RBIs. He's going to hit for contact. He's going to hit for power, and he's a strong arm. So those are things that I want to be able to get to a team. So you mentioned maybe getting moved to right field. Is that something they talked to you about? Actually, um, yesterday, um, they just moved me. I've been, I've been, I'm still practicing at third base, but they're starting to move me at first base, and I played a little bit of shortstop, and I played a lot of shortstop in high school, and I played a little bit this senior year at Alabama State, so they know that I can play, I'm, I'm like a versatile guy. Um, they want me to have as many at-bats as possible, so right now, I'm, I'm have, I have three positions. I have, I'm a DH, third baseman, and a first baseman, and today was my first full day practicing at first base, and it's a little bit different, but, you know, if you're a ball player, and, and you really, and obviously, well, one, the Braves are paying me, so whatever they tell me, I got to do it, but... yeah. Oh, you know, you want to you, you want to be versatile. You want to be able to play a lot of different positions because that just gives you more of a chance to play. You know, yeah. 
Yep. But right now, it's basically that first base, third base, DH. And they know I can play in the outfield, so they've hinted at it. But, you know, they don't want to just throw four positions at me just like that. You know, they want oh, to yeah. kind of, you know, get my yeah. feet wet. Now, that's something I, was, uh, I wanted to bring up to you. It's like, is it – now, hey, some players would be bashful about this. But just honestly, is the game different once you're getting paid to do so, once it's a job? You know, up through your life right now, you're just doing it for fun. But, hey, you can't beat having fun while making money, right? So does it add a little something extra to your game to know that you're getting paid for it also? Um, to be completely honest, it hasn't sunk in yet because we haven't gotten our first paycheck or anything like that just yet. You know, we just receive, like, meal money and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I bet you once I get my first paycheck and my second paycheck, I'm like, damn, like, this is – I'm getting paid for this. Then I'll then it'll, it'll add a little something extra, but mm, it's not something that it just hasn't hit me yet. To be completely honest, yeah. Um, I I that's something that you know grown men would love to do. You know, come and you're playing a game every single day, and you know this is hard. It's, it's honestly it's hard work. It's it's hard for us to get used to. You know, we're playing every day like we did in college, but in college you had other things to worry about. You know, classwork and other things like that. Now it's just, you know, you have one thing to worry about, and that's baseball. And the difference between professional baseball and in college and high school is obviously that here, like, you know, I'll even say I was the best player. I was one of the best players in the SWAC. Here in professional baseball, there's 50, 60 Ray Hernandez's. You know, everybody here is good. So what makes you stand out here is just the mental approach and things like that. So the game changes, um, not because you're getting paid necessarily, but because the game's just faster. These are grown men that are playing now, and everybody's getting paid. So it it maybe ups the ante a little bit, but it just has you know really sunk in the fact that I'm actually getting paid to to play a game. Absolutely. And now, are you happy at least? Now I know you said you had talked with the Astros, you know, for a few years now, but you get to stay close to home with the Braves, and you get to stay in the South with the Braves. Um, does it seem like the right fit for you? It, it, to be completely honest, it does. That's um, I didn't realize when I got drafted, but when I'm here now, and you know, the coaches ask you, also, oh, where are you from? You know, where are you from? And you just tell, and people, are, you know, from so and so, I'm from this place. But I'm, I say I'm from Orlando, and everyone's like, oh, really? And that's something that's rare because, like you, like you said, like it's just you, you don't get that very often where you get picked by. This isn't really my hometown team. But I've watched so many spring training games here for the for the Braves, and the Braves are going to leave Orlando next year. We're going to Sarasota, but you know I've played games here like crazy all around this area. So when they when I say that, it's great because it works out perfect. This okay. So to answer your question, it is a perfect fit because the, this organization. I've, now I've never met any other organization, but this is something that me and my roommate were talking about today. The coaches and the staff in general. You know, you have kind of this idea of professional base, like, man, it's going to be rough and, and the coach is going to be tough on you. It's not like that at all, you know, at least not with the Braves. Here it's literally about teaching you and really showing you. And this is a, you know, a first-class organization. I have to shave my facial hair. we got to bring the college shirts to, to, to the park every day. Um, just a lot of things, yes, sir, no, sir. You know, you want to they, – they're really professional. And it's a perfect fit because, you know, if I stay here in the Gulf Coast, I'm going to be playing here out of my hometown, Orlando. Loe is in Georgia, Rome, south. High uh-huh. is in Kissimmee, which is like 15 minutes away. 
And then if you, you know, AAA and, and, and Major League is right there in Georgia. So it's a perfect fit because this is, I know this part of the country. If I would have got picked by the Astros or not, not so much the Astros, if I would have got picked by the Diamondbacks or another team, I'd have to be doing all these levels on the West Coast you know, part of the country that I've never been to that I'm not really familiar with. So right now, it's a perfect fit for sure. It's awesome. You know, <laughs> I I can't leave this call without mentioning your, your terrific uh, college numbers because, you know, you were not only one of the best players batting-wise in the SWAC, but in the country. You know, you're going to leave – leave at Alabama State with a school record and double slugging percentage in home runs. You're very, you know, you're obviously a very accomplished hitter. But as you know, going into the professionals is a whole nother ball game. Like you said it before, you have 50 Ray Hernandez in, in, mm-hmm. in your league alone. What is the one thing you have to work on to make sure you make it up to the next level? Well, it's going to be based it's, – it's going to be, and I've noticed this in the few days I've here, it's just going to be who plays the smartest because everybody here has a, a strong arm for the most part. Everybody here can hit for power, can hit for average. So it's just going to be literally executing things. And because baseball is so mental, it's going to be like that for pitchers too. There's guys here that throw 100 miles an hour. There's guys here that throw 90 miles an hour. And you got to throw strikes, and you got to be able to you know, play the game. And not only play the game, but play the game that the, the way the Braves are teaching you, and you'll move up. You know, it's just who's the smartest. So what I'm going to have to work on is just being able to execute things, you know, practice on something and really, really take what I had in practice and apply it to a game situation. That's how I'll move up. So once you do make it to the majors, what field are you most excited to play at? Um, okay. I've gotten this question very many times, but I've been a tr- I went to SunTrust. Their second or third game that they were open I went with my one of my friends, Patrick Coffin. He's a huge Braves fan. He was ecstatic when I drafted. And I went to SunTrust. So I've seen SunTrust. And I, I enjoyed it. It looks great. All the major league clubs look great. But my favorite park, the park that I'm going to be the most excited to see and probably play at would be Tropicana Field because I've watched so many games there. It's inside in the AC. You literally can't beat that on the turf. <laughs> Um, but just the, you know, the historic parks, you know, Fenway Park, Wrigley Field. My favorite park that I've ever been to was Chase Field. I went to a trip to Arizona for baseball and I went to Chase Field where the Diamondbacks played and I actually, I fell in love. That field, you know, something about it. I, I really can't even explain it, but it's amazing. But yeah, I guess, you know, the, 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 the fields that are close to home, Tampa, Miami, um, Chase Field, and then, you know, Wrigley Field, like I said, Wrigley Field, Chorus Field, to see how the ball flies there, oh, Fenway yeah, Park, sure. Yankee Stadium, all those, all those, all the fields, honestly, but the yeah. historic fields for the most part, like the most, the older fields. Yeah, I could only imagine walking out onto Fenway and just looking up at the Green Monster and be like, wow, I'm finally here. Yeah. And, and that realization, man, it has to, it doesn't matter if you get drafted in the first round or the, or the 39th round. The realization of becoming a professional athlete, you're so close right now. And, you know, being a four-year senior and going to, we hope the best for you, so going up to advanced, uh, you know, do you feel like you have a, a, a little advantage compared to these 18-year-old kids who are coming out of high school? I think I, think I do. Um, a lot of the times when you are a senior uh, – and you get drafted, 
the organization doesn't have too much time to mess around with you, and they want to move you up. You know, so I'm 21 years old right now, and there's guys that have been drafted that are 18 or 19. So what they'll do is they'll literally leave these 18 and 19-year-olds in rookie ball for two or three years, and they'll take my college, my time in college, those four years, almost as me playing rookie ball. They'll take that almost as like, okay, this guy's kind of, you know, worked out his kinks. He's finally done growing. Okay, now let's get him, you know, where he needs to go. So, and that that's something that's an advantage. And then, you know, skipping, I think if I, you know, if I can give advice to anybody who's listening, I'd say go to college. Unless you're a first-rounder and you're getting millions or something like that in the draft, don't turn down millions to go to college. But if you're not going to get something crazy like that, go to college because you're only going to get better. You're not going to get worse going to college. There's no way. You're only going to get better, and you're only going to get smarter. You're only going to get older, bigger, stronger. So college got me ready for, you know, playing in big parks, playing against Auburn, playing against Florida State. That's 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 almost professional baseball right there. Going from a high school field and you know wherever you're from to professional baseball, that's a that's a really big jump. That's a really big jump. So me going to college helps me in that sense too. And in college, you face grown men a lot of the times. High school, you're not facing grown men just yet. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so speaking of your college, you graduated. So what do you have planned for after baseball? Well, hopefully, I never have to use my degree. Hopefully, I play baseball for a very long time, and then I can stay kind of around baseball. But my degree is in psychology. Um, very, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm something that I'm really proud of because, you know, you went to college, and and even though you might sit through the classes just because you have to for, you know, so you can play, you know, you don't want to waste your time. So uh, my degree is in psychology. There's a lot that I could do with a bachelor's, but there's also not that much that I can do with it. So one thing that is like a, a funny saying, um, like for psychology majors, is something like, "Well, you've got you know you earn your your bachelor's in psychology, so you've won yourself more school. Now all you gotta do is go to more school, type of thing." <laughs> but we'll see. You know, sports psychology is something that you know a huge part of baseball. Every time you step into the batter's box or you take the mound, that's you're using psychology because you're guessing. You know, what's this guy gonna throw me? What's this guy expecting when he's hitting? So. You know, being able to use sports psychology or something like that in that sense, see maybe a psychologist for a baseball team or for or for another sport, that might be something that I'm looking towards um, after baseball. Maybe for Liverpool, right? <laughs> maybe for Liverpool. That'd be great. <laughs> right. Thank you so much for coming on the show, man. First of all, uh, before we get off of here, congratulations on, on graduated college. Um, yeah. Such a terrific feat. Uh, never mind the you know professional baseball you know graduating college is such a, a wonderful feat that you reached and, and you did it at a terrific school and a terrific conference so congratulations on that congratulations on being selected by the Atlanta Braves such a great and historic franchise you know here at Trackstar Sports and out of the pen baseball we wish you nothing but the best man and, and just thank you so much for for coming on the call with us today thank you guys for having me and I got one thing to say. Welcome to the Braves, and I look forward <laughs> to you gaining ground and making it to the majors one day, and I look forward to watching you on TV eventually. Thank you. Thank you. I can't wait. All right, Ray. Well, you guys take care. Make sure to uh, tune in to Trackstar Sports, guys. Have a great day.
Hey, this is Rick Sincere with Trackstar Sports. And if it's your first time listening to us because you've been having difficulties finding us, maybe you don't have an Apple. Maybe that's not your thing. And maybe you don't have Anchor. That's fine. Here's what you can do. If you have an Android, look, look. All you have to do is go to the Android Play Store. You can download the Podcast Republic app. It is one of the most easiest, user-friendly apps out there. Just download the app, and once you download the app, you can catch our podcast all the time. Look for Trackstar Sports. It's right there in the feature station, so you don't have to look that far. Look for Trackstar Sports. Go ahead and subscribe, and we'll be very, very grateful. All right, you have a great day. God bless.